Hi, we're Harder Brunch. We're Harder Brunch. And we're super excited to tell you about our adult summer camp this August 25th, 26th, and 27th. Wow. We're going to be doing a full three-day festival, and we want you to be a part of it. Let's go. It's going to be amazing. We got all your favorite comedians. We got headliners Brent Terhune and Gwen Sunkel on board. Okay. We're going to have musical acts by Clint Breeze, House of Wolves, The Tubbles. Dang. And all weekend is going to be all-inclusive. Wait, all-inclusive? That's right. One ticket price, all weekend long, gets you into everything. We're going to be bringing back all of the favorite summer camp activities you remember as a kid. We're going to be doing swimming, archery, handicrafts, canoes. Wow. All weekend long, all-inclusive. That's not even financially smart. Well, that's what we're doing. Get your tickets today at eventbrite.com, and we'll see you there. I guess we'll see you there. Podcast. I'm your host, Dyke Michaels, and with me as always, my co-host, that is Shane McKee. Go see Oppenheimer. It is out in theaters right now, baby. <laughs> Do not miss it for anything. Especially this this podcast. Exactly. Go see Oppenheimer. The ones that twos, the wheels of steel, the sauce boss of Indianapolis, and the last broke dragon. Give it up for Zach Roan, everybody. Hey there. Two very special guests with us in studio. This is the the first time we've had a power couple on. This is the uh, the uh, the dining power couple of Indianapolis uh, food scene. Uh, Audra Sternberg, first time on the show. Welcome to the program. Thank you. Thank you. And you are the uh, creative brand director at both Amelia's and Bluebeard. That is right. Which are two of our favorite places. And then um, you may know this person, Alan Sternberg, friend of the show. Hi. You guys have the same last name because you're booed up. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. Booed up. For a minute now. And you are currently the director of operations of Field Brewing. That's correct. Uh, also, I, I was confused when I came home and I saw a brewery truck in the driveway. <laughs> I was like, what's happening here? And I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're taking over from Upland and uh, you know, <laughs> oh. claiming, claiming it. So Hey. Well, let's talk business after the show. <laughs> you hear that, Upland? I'm putting you on notice. No, but, uh, but how long have you been at this job? Um, it was, I think, probably the last time I was on the show, I had just started. Okay. Um, but I was kind of keeping it quiet because anytime you come in and try to, like, I don't know, change things in a restaurant, like, there's always that weird period where people kind of get excited that you're there and want to come see you, but it's like none of it's mine. It's just. Yeah. It's the food that was there. It was the staff that was there. Like, it takes a minute. So, like, I kind of kept it quiet for a little bit. But uh, beginning in November is when I started. Okay. Yeah, and you like it. Yeah. Cool. What do you... <laughs> what you so, this is kind of, like, a little different from you, what you do normally, too, because you're actually director of all operations, not just culinary side, right? Yeah. So, um, I mean, I've been a chef for a long time. I've been doing it 20-ish years now. Um and the opportunity came up to be an operator. Uh, spent 
a long time, probably the last five or so years trying to open a restaurant. And I mean, either real estate deals, uh, investments or a global pandemic kind of continued to interrupt those, those, um, plans. So the oppor- the opportunity came up to, to kind of be a partner without having kind of the, the full stake of, of, or the risk of being a partner, yeah. um, came up and like, I knew the owners, I worked there I was the opening chef there. So like, um, there's a little bit of a relationship. There's some trust already built. So they, they've really given me a lot of opportunity to, to run with it. Well, that's great. And I, I mean, I've known just on a, a, a micro level of like trying to, you know, trying to turn a food truck into a restaurant. We had five million different versions of what that looked like and was going to be here and going to be there. And it, uh, it can be soul sucking after a while <laughs> or like, or starting somewhere and thinking, oh, this is going to be great. And then it's like, people aren't doing what they, you know, said they were going to do or whatever. So to land somewhere where it feels like a good fit, I feel like it's, it's amazing. Yeah. And I mean, it's just nice to be able to have more reach outside of just the kitchen. Like I've been again in restaurants for 20 years. So you pick up a thing or two along the way. Um, What's the newest thing that you've had to like learn how to do that you were like, oh, that's cool. Um, I've been a lot more involved in front of house than I have in other roles. Um, and the the bar's been a lot of fun to, to make cocktails. And I mean, it's it's a similar skill set and being mm-hmm. able to bring some like food and cooking knowledge into the bar program also. And I mean, I know flavors. Yeah. But, but dealing with spirits and dealing with like a drink is very different than dealing with food. Like you're not dealing with texture. Sure. You're not like it, it's all in the glass together. Like you, it's, you can't layer it necessarily the way you can food. Sure. Are what's you, the, what's something that you have done there with a the drink? Like, cause you're talking about, Hey, you brought your food expertise. What's something like that would intrigue me to come to your, your place and be like, Oh, I need um, to get this drink. So we're in Westfield. Um, so I, I just kind of want to preface it that like we're mm. we're dealing with a little bit more of a suburban clientele. Weird clientele. Um, <laughs> it, it's there's not as much competition up there trying to do adventurous things. So there mm. is mm. a there's a learning process for the the guests too. That I think we started the first time I worked there. Um, but as far as the bar goes, it, it's just kind of you know introducing some new spirits and not just doing mixing with sugar and you know, citrus right. and a base spirit, like, like building some, some riffs on some classics. Like it's nothing, um, life changing or mind blowing, but it's, it's fun. And it's a new skill set for me to, to work yeah. on and to grow and develop. Now, like can you, you use fat? Sorry. I have yeah. questions yeah, about yeah. these drinks. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, can you use fat as like a, a mixture mixture or like blood beef blood? Something um, like that. <laughs> Uh, probably not on the beef blood. Um, you can do fat washing. Fat wash, yeah. Fat yeah. wash? Yep. Blood wash. Blood wash? I, it's going to taste irony. It's not very popular. Yeah. <laughs> That's it's, why they don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> they used to do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> <I> completely, <laughs> you completely threw me off my question. I was going to ask. Now what, a little blood wash? <laughs> <throw you laughs> off yeah, the blood wash, Timmy. All right. Completely off. Oh, no. I was like, uh, were you going to get into any like flair bartending? Um. No. <laughs> when you say flare, like are you talking about fire? Uh, it's it's like tossing bottles around. Like it's just, I don't know. It's just oh, like a fishnet, like with, the the movie. Yeah, like it's the like movie when you t- wear fishnets like all a summer. Fishnet. Yeah, yeah, like where your nipples are kind of popping out. Coyote ugly is what you're gonna be pop talking about, right? Oh, that's yes, the connection that's, you I mean, made. <laughs> that's what he he's was not saying. wrong. He's technically not wrong. I don't think that their boobs really were part of the flare. 
uh, or their. I haven't they, seen the movie. What they were wearing, but the tossing know. of the bottles is usually associated. Usually, it's like a president, like a. TGI Fridays did it a lot, like in the early two thousands. It would be like toss a toss a piece of ice in there and then catch it in a cup and then flip it behind your back. Yeah, or catch it in your mouth and spit it into the cup. Yeah, <laughs> spit it into the customer's <laughs> mouth. <laughs> That's what we call a baby bird. It's not on the menu, Ooh. but <laughs> you guys want to go to baby Field Brewing and have Alan Sternberg baby bird in your cocktail? Yeah. <laughs> Just ask for a number seven. Yeah. yeah, I love mastication. Yeah, well, and you know, chewing. We, we have for like yeah, baby birding. Okay. We've We're not- talking about drinks. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to. I don't know if you did it on the food side too, like where you toss the food up. Oh yeah, we do that. That's a number eight. So. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, Otter Sternberg this is the first time on the program. Thank you yeah. for coming. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. you for dining Thank you. with us. I actually got. It was a weird set of circumstances for. We'll get into it in the program, but usually I'm in the back of the house and I don't get to sit out. So it was it was kind of fun for me to be able to actually sit out and uh, and talk with you guys and, and hang out a little bit before the before the program. Um, what is a creative brand director? What isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a little everything. It's seeing the business as a whole mm-hmm. and having a vision of where you want it to go. For it's like what whatever you're seeing, the audience, the the client, the guest. It's putting out there your best image for all the brands and then directing that into the future. So it's hard to explain because there's so much that goes into it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Are you the cool? Are you the cool factor of? Absolutely. Because (laughs) that's what I've always, you know, ever since Bluebeard opened, it was like it was the cool place, you know, and then Amelia's opened and they were cool. And now they have the one right next to Can Can. That's cool. That's cool. And we have a third in the Stutz. Oh, really? Yeah, we just opened that as well. Oh, I have to go check that one out. That's probably my favorite because I worked on it the most. Yeah, you had a lot to do yeah, with that Yeah, that's one. my baby, so definitely check that out. Nice. And are they just all Amelia's? Yes. they just yeah. like at Stutz at? At Stutz at Fletcher. Um, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a big fan. I used Amelia's on like my food truck. We use it a lot on the, on the show. Um, Bluebeard, I feel like. Like that was like one of the first restaurants that like I remember because like uh, my friend Steve Ruby was mm. you know really into like uh, he's a man of finer tastes <laughs> <laughs> and like he was like introducing me to Ab- like before they even opened he was like these guys can open this restaurant yeah. and we're just like drinking in the back of like Mass Ad Pub somewhere and I was like good job <laughs> open a-. and then like yeah a year later it's like this big massive thing whatever how did you become like uh, connected to that. Um, Involved, I've I known Abby for a long time I, I, because we all kind of hang out in the same circles and getting to know her through him. Um, but honestly, I took a, a job with someone doing interior design work mm. and their wife worked there and she, she was like, just come on board. We could use you. And I knew everybody basically that worked there. So it was an easy fit. And I've known Ed for a while. So it was just it made sense. That's awesome. Did you, uh, are you still doing the, um, the, the, the monthly dinner series? We are. We're starting back up. We took a little break, um, but we're oh, starting it up next month. So that was one of my favorite things that I went to. Was it last year or was it this year? It was last, last year. year. It was last year. Yeah. Good. Last year. Um, <laughs> there was, cause this year's not ended. I didn't want it to be this year. Yeah. Um, I, we, we, we had like seven courses 
and got to talk to some old and young people. Yeah. Um, got to hang out with Tom Batista, mm. which he was he was wild. He's a mess. Yeah, he, we love him. Oh, I wouldn't say mess, <laughs> but because I I still want his favor. But like, <laughs> <laughs> he, he he was great. And, and well, was, we sat next to him the whole time, but did yeah. not. I didn't know who he was. Yeah, I and remember. So it's just this wild guy telling all these crazy stories, and it's just like. You really work for Jimmy Buffett? Like, <laughs> is this guy just lying yeah. out of his ass over here? And then you find out, like, oh, like this guy is like legit uh, yeah. across the board. Yeah, and it was fun. We were also the two poorest people there. I feel like. Well, and, I don't like to say oh, my <laughs> bank account numbers, but yeah, we were under <laughs> eight digits. <laughs> I'll say that. <laughs> uh, but. Yeah, and then Alan, you were the chef for that. Uh, yeah, it, it was. Was that the first one? Was that the, like the kickoff one? No, we've done a couple before, but it's mm. that's my new project there. So in that room, I like what? Tell me about the space up there because it, it's it's so beautiful. It's such a cool hang. It's such a beautiful space. Yeah, that's Abby's old apartment. Mm. So she lived up there, um, and. John Brooks and Ashley lived up there. So it is an actual apartment. I was but wondering why there was a shower. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. <laughs> Those long cooking shifts. <laughs> so now we just use it as an event space and mm. uh, speakeasy on the weekend in the winter. If you oh. don't want to wait outside, oh. but we still continue that. So we have oh. special. So weekends only, but you can uh, go up there and get a cocktail and small bites while you wait for a table because we don't take reservations. So. Is that more winter? Uh, we still are doing it. Okay. So, yeah. That's awesome. And it's like, uh, it's got a cool like overlook of like Virginia Avenue and yeah. everything. Like, it's really fun. Um, do you, how do you go about like selecting chefs for that? Is that something like you curate the chefs or yeah. people just submit to you or like, uh, if you uh, were like it, a food podcast that really wanted yeah. to do a dinner, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. yeah, just be my friend. <laughs> Honestly, it's all just been my friends that we, I've met through him or doing dinners. I mean, we've been around a while at this so, point. So <laughs> let's say someone from Harder Brunch, and like, I'm just going to throw out a name. Thad okay. McKee wants to do a dinner for a lot of people for the first time. Yeah. Oh, you're going to do a first time dinner? I want to take it right now. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be there. Do support you. Thank you. Yeah. I like that support. Yep. Have you guys ever done like, uh, like thought about doing bad food in there? <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. okay. I feel like that was aimed towards me. <laughs> well, listen, you're going to do the cooking and he was just doing the thad compliments. <laughs> well, all right. Well, I don't like this anymore. Hey, no, here's the thing. I think that would be fun. Yeah. Or, I mean, I'm not even pitching, like, what if uh, Harder Brunch Takeover plus Alan? Oh, okay. <laughs> so we're just signing Alan up once again. <laughs> Here's the thing. Alan yeah. was complaining today. First. I, I felt so bad. He's like, I'm always the plus one cook. <laughs> I've, been, I've been on, like, six or seven times. I've cooked, like, seven to nine times. <laughs> like... Yeah, and here's the thing. We've talked about this. Rick. We should just have Alan as a guest. Don't use him for cooking. But it's also like this. When Superman is out just wandering about mm -hmm. and the DC comics are like, hey, like there's a villain to take down and they see Superman walking by, you don't want to say, hey, you want to grab a cup of coffee? Like, hey, let's take this. Let's take this villain down. You don't send in the green arrow when <laughs> Superman's right there. Exactly. And like, it's so Zach and I are the green arrows. What you say? Yeah. Collectively. Collectively. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of you is green, one of you is arrow. <laughs> the next year, this is a harder brunch promise. The next time you come here, you're not cooking at all. You're just hanging out. And because we, we love you. 
but we've we've I feel like we've overused your 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 powers. I can't wait till we break that promise. We're not gonna break it. <laughs> Zach, we're not breaking it. I'm making a harder brunch promise. I have my hand on the conk. Yeah. I don't lie when I have my I'm Haitian. I can't like legally I can't lie when I'm touching the conk. <laughs> it's impossible. That kind of dovetails into our next topic, which was the theme though of today's <laughs> wonderful brunch. Which uh Full disclosure, I was supposed to be out of town for this, and Dad was going to be hosting, and Dad and Zach have always do an amazing job when I'm out of town, and it's like it's very interesting for me to watch Thad do the hosting, because I get to listen to my show without me on it, and it's very fun and very surreal, because it doesn't happen very often, and Thad's going to ask questions that I'm never going to ask, and Thad's going to direct interviews in ways that I do, so it's like... How much do you make? It's a... <laughs> What's your mom smell like? <laughs> so it, it's always very fun for me, but then my shows got canceled and he had already kind of, you know, put some planning involved and got some chefs together and had a theme. And I was like, I don't, I don't want to step on anybody's toes here. Like you guys just do what you were going to do. And um, that's when I found out that the theme was uh, Island. Yeah, we could have used some stepping. <laughs> and, and and so normally when you get, I don't know, when someone gives you a theme like that, Alan, is there usually a little bit more description? Maybe, I don't know, like, I mean, I text Zach yesterday. Was that yesterday? Yeah, yesterday or the day before. I was like, is it Caribbean? Is it like, <laughs> is there specific islands or is it just any island? I had asked kind of these questions and I got just the, I just got island. So I said, no, any island will do. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Um, Sirius Black was the host. What? He was supposed to be here. Guest. No, not the host, excuse me. He was the guest. He was supposed to be here. And, and it actually is my fault because I didn't look on the movies that were out, but he, he had to cancel. I mean, it's the only day it was showing. So Well, Oppenheimer is playing during... Just today, during, just this time period. Yeah, because I asked him like three weeks ago if he wanted to do it, and then there's a movie <laughs> that came out today that they already got a ticket to. So I don't know if they, there's like a four-week in advance ticket thing. I don't know. I don't know how it worked, but he said he had really had to go to this movie so he canceled, but like he he had this new album out called Alter Ego, and we were going to promote that. And he had Amazing an album. island theme behind him. Now, what do you mean on on what what exactly? There's a blue was, screen with an island that he was. It looked like he was on an island. It was a, it was a video. And he's like, "Hey, my Alter Ego album's coming out," and there was an island in the background. I was like, "Got it. Mm -hmm. We're gonna do an island theme." Okay, so you saw, <laughs> so you saw a snippet of a video, in and which... I listened to the album. It had nothing to do with the <laughs> island. <laughs> no island, so it's Alter <laughs> Ego. But uh, Alter Ego would have been such a cool menu. I, I, well, do you think so? What would you yeah. have done? I, I mean, I don't know right now. Exactly. <laughs> it, it, it wouldn't have mattered because he would have been would have shown up. <laughs> Zach with the jokes. Uh, and so, yeah, island means alone, though. I think. Well, that's how we got left when he didn't show up today. <laughs> I thought it was. Uh, so I just, I don't, I just assumed that you was like, I'm Haitian. I like island food. The, no. the theme's island. That's, I guess that's why I asked the question I did was like, is it Caribbean specific or like, because I don't know, Island brings up that, that kind of initial thought. And yeah. then, then I th started thinking about it. Like I, I always overanalyze anyways. So then it was like, okay, well, 
Sicily's an island. Yeah, you should have just Japan's done. Japan's an island. You should have just done the Greek island. We we all. I think we all got to the point of like, well, Australian is that or Australia? That's that's an island, right? To like, be fair, my co my, my my partners are very mean. I <laughs> I asked them for help throughout the week. Like, guys, I don't know what to do. For Sirius Black, and you're like, oh, just do something. You'll get it, Thaddeus. I'm like, all I have is island, and they would just <laughs> laugh. <laughs> so no, okay. For me, I felt like this was a pretty well fleshed out idea on the, you know, the the rank of Thad's ideas. Because the last one we did, you know what my prompt was? Music. <laughs> no, I could, I could for that one too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We've done this before, so yeah. like, like I don't know. I by island, I was like, well, all right. Well, there's a direction. Like, <laughs> Wait, did, were you a part of the music one too? Yeah, I did the jerk chicken with the red beans and rice and the, the yes, pickles. That was great. <laughs> that was great. Here's the thing. I think I said music. I think I'm learning. I'm learning. Oh, cooks need to be have their ha- hands held like little babies. <laughs> you know, they're not artistic like me. Uh, and so I get that now. I'm understanding. This really was everyone else's fault, but yours. <laughs> now that, now that no, it, it was my fault. He's I, really learning leadership. <laughs> no, next time when I ask a guest, I'm going to ask, like, hey, are there any movies that might come up during that time? That will cause you to cancel last minute. Here's here's the problem. Uh, and you go on the wall of shame, Sirius Black. <laughs> You're on the wall of shame now. Shame, hit that shame button. Hit that shame button. Uh, uh, <laughs> nope. Uh, install a shame button to give yourself a shame. Uh, I, so here's the problem. Because everyone just, we all just made fun of you for a while for your, your poor direction. But what happened last time, you said music, everyone shit on you, and then what they do, they turn around and they made an amazing menu. Amazing menu. You yeah, get, that's you, not your, your you, doing. You threw out, now so it you is. threw out Island, and what happened today? It was amazing. All the food was amazing. It was, Top the food to bottom. was amazing. Here's, here's, I'm not the Tony Stark of, <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're not even the brand Stark. <laughs> I'm the guy. I don't like that. I'm the guy with the one eye patch that leads the Avengers. You think you're Nick Fury? I'm Nick Fury <laughs> of of the Harder Brunch. All right. And, and and sometimes he throws some crazy ideas, and they and the Avengers are bitching like, like you guys are. You more like Nick Furby. Oh. <laughs> I'm I'm, I'm sorry, Nick. I'm sorry, Nick. I cut you off. The Avengers would never disrespect Nick Fury in that way. I think that was really inappropriate. I mean, I was just told Uh, I was Green Arrow, so (laughs) you were either Green or you were Arrow. You gotta pick one. I'm not Avengers level at all. Uh, It comes together. Man. Yeah, it comes together. I'm, that's all I gotta say. So okay, so you're you're saying you you're the I, brains I'm behind the, the operation. Yeah. You're probably like the Tony Stark. Zach's the uh, who's the guy that shoots the arrows in, in the Marvel <laughs> Hawkeye. He's Hawkeye. You went from Green Arrow to Hawkeye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always, I feel like that's a lot. He never misses. <laughs> no, he never misses. That's oh, not man. that's not bad. It's it could have been a lot worse. <laughs> 
That's not bad. He's shield agent number seven. (laughs) And you're actually you're more like a Robin Shabowski, whoever she is in the Avengers. I don't know what that bitch's name is. Okay. And that was the uh, that was the wrong. I don't call them bitches. That was the misogyny part of it. I don't call them bitches. <laughs> Delete that. That was the wrong. That was the Asian wrong. That was your doing. That was Hawkeye. Hawkeye got me too. Shouting those misogyny arrows into you. <laughs> Oops. Um, so let's talk about the food. <laughs> Uh, let's take a commercial break. <laughs> uh, man, this this was an amazing uh, menu. And again, very, I mean, I think there's been, this is the second time that I didn't cook and just got to sit and eat and hang out. So I'll let, I'll let you start off, Zach. Uh, I started with uh, conch fritters. So the, the conch is like the, you know, the kind of the famous like shell that you see people like blow in and everything. Uh, I actually got those fresh from Saragas and live, busted them out of there, chopped them up, put them in some fritters, served it with a blackberry remoulade. Yeah. It was amazing. Like, people went too hard at the very beginning, and we've all done Harder Brunch before, or at least know what it's about, and people were going for thirds. No, that, I was really happy with it. I had a lot of fun. Like, I've used conch before, but I've always purchased it prepared, and Mm. so this is the first time that I actually, like, you know, like got it out of there. Is it a shuck? Is there, is there a different name for getting it out? I mean, they didn't use like a particular word. They just said, you know, like cleaning and preparing. Okay. But you got to like poke a hole in it and then like detach it from the inside. And it's crazy looking inside there. Is it like a, like a foot in there? Yeah. They're, they're snails, right? Yeah. They're like, they're, yeah, like I believe they're they are escar- related to escargo adjacent. Yeah. Or- mm. So there is a foot on it. Oh, God. <laughs> you said it's that shit? Yeah. It looks like an alien in blackface. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you gotta save that picture. <laughs> But yeah, they're wild. Like I don't, I, I, I don't get squeamish with butchery. Uh, pulling them out of the shell, they, they kind of got under my skin a little bit. Mm. But, uh, but yeah, no, it was a lot of fun. And to, you beat a raccoon to death with a baseball bat. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Man, uh, it was it was phenomenal. Now, why the blackberry, uh, Remy? Oh well, two things. One, I had a shitload of blackberries left over from our event that you didn't share. Yeah. Two, anytime. Yeah, anytime I can put blackberries on the menu, I do it just so I get less insults from that. <laughs> well, he found my sweet spot. Like, that's my Achilles heel is blackberries. Yep. I'm not going to complain about them. I like them. It was good. Uh, next course was uh, Chef Sternberg. Yo. Yeah. Um, so next I did a um, a dry-aged ribeye salad or a jerk salad. Um Little jerk marinade, um, pan seared it, let it cool down, sliced it. Um, on top was there's a, I mean it's just a little salad on top, so it's cabbage, some herbs, avocado, some other stuff that I don't remember off the top of my head. And what island is that associated with? Um, I went, I mean, I went loose on it because the theme was island. <laughs> it wasn't an island. It wasn't specific island. It was just island. island. So I 
I gave it the way I got it. <laughs> mm. uh, it was great. And it was like that, I don't know, something about that dry aged beef. Uh, that I don't get to eat it very often. <laughs> so. yeah. It's a lot cheaper if you do it yourself. Mm, People no. described it as a light steak. Yeah, I mean, there's a good amount of acidity. Um, so there's, God, I can't remember if it's Thai or Vietnamese. Um, there's a there's like a sour beef salad that I had in Seattle a couple years ago, and it was like my favorite thing I ate that whole year, and it was just like high acidity. I didn't go that high with it, but... Um, it just kind of like lightened everything up because it cuts all that richness. The dry aging also makes it a little more tender. Um, and the fat renders out a little bit differently. So like overall it's not as chewy also. So you can dress it a little bit better and, and it works well in a salad. Okay. Thanks. The next one I chose Hawaii for my second Island. Uh, I went with spam fried rice and then I had a tamari pineapple glazed shrimp, which was delicious. Each Everything on this menu was fantastic, but like I, if I, if I wanted like four like to go Chinese food containers of that, like I could eat that all week. <laughs> oh yeah, like th- that's that's like my perfect uh, wheelhouse. I feel like I've really fallen in love with spam over the last year. Like I think I started using. I think I just used it on the show, mm-hmm. just more as a challenge than anything. But yeah, it's been one of my favorite like secret ingredients. We went through a spam phase at home mm-hmm. a few years ago. Like it was definitely something I was gravitating towards if I was cooking for the family. Yeah, I feel like spam is like one of the things that people make fun of. Yeah, no, it is. That's why I stayed yeah, yeah, away yeah. from it so long. I mean, I just never, I never thought to grab it off of the the shelf, right? Mm-hmm. And then like I had used it for something, and then. I mean, it's actually really delicious. Yeah, it's it's highly seasoned mm-hmm. yeah. pork. Like, it's what's not to love? Yeah, spam for victory. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm the spam of Harder Brunch sometimes. Like, we people don't take me seriously. <laughs> like, are we really going to add this to the dish? And then people are like, wait, this guy's not that bad. <laughs> and then next was... Um, I figured if you're going to do island as a theme, there needs to be a whole fish somewhere in there. Um, so... I did some um, yellowtail snapper, uh, soaked them in buttermilk, then breaded them in flour and uh, tapioca starch. Um, pan fried or pot fried them in a pot that didn't have enough oil, um, which is my fault, um, Zach. But <laughs> um, but we got it mostly crispy. Um, I would have liked it to be a little more. But anyways, um, and then uh, there was a papaya and. Um, chili salad on the side, some, uh, some different mixed herbs. So I think it was mint, Thai basil, shiso and parsley. And then, uh, uh, finished it all off with a, um, fermented shrimp, uh, nok chum, um, which is like a, it's like a dipping sauce. Typically I just kind of ladled it over top, made a vinaigrette out of it. It's got fish sauce in it. Normally I used the, the shrimp paste for that. Mm. So it just gave it a lot of umami and savoriness. There's a good amount of sugar there. Um, it's kind of that sweet, salty. I'm very um, particular about when I eat fish. Just being from Indiana, I just like I feel like if I can see this ocean, then I'm like, oh, I want to eat some fish. But I'm in Indiana. I typically it really has to be like someone I trust <laughs> to prepare it or I'm just like, ah, I'm not interested. In it. So like I don't eat whole fish a lot. So I was very uh, excited to do it and, and surprised about how light everything was and then how well it paired with like like the papaya and the sauce and everything like i was just like fish isn't typically something i go back for it'll be like i'll try it I'll be like yeah, it was, it was 
it's good. But um, yeah, I was I thought it was really amazing. I really like fish um, because I don't know, like beef tastes like beef for the most part, mm-hmm. or tastes like pork for the most part. Um, there's a lot more range in fish, in my opinion, yeah. depending on waters, depending on species and whatnot. Um, I also typically buy whole fish almost always, so I can check gills. I can look at the eyes. Like the the three I grabbed were the three that had the best looking eyes because that's the first thing that goes on them. So mm-hmm. like they were nice and fresh looking, and like it's like okay, this hasn't been out of the water that long. Um, and I also, I mean, typically I buy most like in the restaurant. I typically buy out of Chicago, and like they're they're big fish houses that service all the fancy restaurants in Chicago already. So like mm. you're getting good product. Yeah. They drive it down every day. Most of that stuff gets flown in, you know, two or three times a week. It doesn't sit for a long time. Like, sure. like all that has changed so much in the last 15, 20 years, like our accessibility to, to good seafood. Like it's, I mean, I worked at a restaurant in town where we were getting fish from Japan, like a couple days out of the water, like two or mm. three days out of the water. Um, so, I mean, it was, I don't know, it, it's not as bad to get fresh stuff here. It's harder for consumers. It's definitely easier yeah. in a restaurant, but um, but do, just buying from the store is a little bit more difficult. Do they teach you, like, is there, like, a whole class a day of, like, how to, like, look at fish eyes to see how good the fish are? Um, I mean, like, it's going to be clear. They're not going to be sunken in. Um, like, it might sound a little gross, but, like, the gills, you want to check for slime, like, if it's if um, the gills are red and like kind of mucusy or slimy still, like mm. that's fresh. It's not like gross slime. If that oh, makes sense, okay. yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. it will become that over time, but that that's another indicator of like how fresh it is. So nice. the, the gills will turn gray, the eyes will sink in, they'll they'll kind of glaze over, like kind of become cloudy. So next there, time, there's kind of just a lot to it. That, next time you go to Chicago, can you just take me to look at fish with you? I mean, we can go to Saraga. Okay. Yeah. Like you'll, you'll, I would, yeah. I'm serious about that. I would love to, like, you'll, you can see what I'm talking about. Like, yeah. you'll be able to tell, like, oh, this one's probably a day older than that one. Like, just wow. like the eyes just sunk in just a tiny bit more. And, like, okay. Like, and then if you're, if you're really diligent with it, you start to figure out the days they get their fish shipments. And it's like, all right, I'm going to buy fish this day instead, okay. of, instead of that day. Aging fish with Sternberg and Thad <laughs> McKee. Well, that'll be our one off episode. <laughs> And then yeah. the uh, dessert we had, <laughs> a special chef dessert. Yeah. Uh, Yusuf, why don't you come on down? <laughs> All right. I guess Yusuf is not here today. He's watching. He's watching. He's watching. Serious black. Serious Watching Oppenheimer. They're like, we don't need to go to this. Um, he, he made a dessert. And it was uh, it was a cheesecake. It was good. This <laughs> is amazing right now. Um, I've been waiting I, for him to describe this the whole time. Okay, this is why we need another camera because we're not getting we're missing all the great Zach reactions with with Dad's talking. Um, here's the thing with this, uh, like he sent you a description. Yusuf did a great job. Like Yusuf is like he's like man, like I'm gonna I love you guys, Harder Brunch. And he's he's uh, wanted to make a dessert, and I was like, yeah, this is the time to do it. And the dessert here, I'll, I'll read it, what it says. Um, it says, I'm, I'm outside. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he sent it outside to me. Outside cake, man. It's one of the great cakes. 
Uh, maybe he sent it to me somewhere else. Oh, yeah. We talked on uh, Facebook and Instagram. Um, this is a vanilla coconut cheesecake and almond oat crust, gluten-free. Um, the sauce is vanilla white chocolate for plating. <laughs> oh, not never, never mind. I forgot the sauce for the plating <laughs> and the garnish. But the chefs, they will take care of it. So he stayed on theme. (laughs) Yeah, he kind of was prophetic enough to know that shit was going to hit the fan today. Yeah. Um, And was this island because it was coconut? Coconut. Mm, Okay. (laughs) Why'd you say it that way? (laughs) That's how I say it all the time. (laughs) We're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back with the Sternbergs. <laughs> this week on the After Brunch podcast. Pizza. To be honest, Red I still pizza. don't think I don't think it really matters how you would have done it. I would have been like, I don't want the beans on the pizza. Mm. So it's less I mean, it is about the beans. It's all about the beans, honestly. And less about the execution of the beans. There is there there is a midway ground where like I could make something with beans on it that's good, and you're yes. not going to still enjoy it. But I did not make something that was good, <laughs> right. and was you also did not enjoy it. What was that pizza's name called? Naga Sloppy. <laughs> uh, yeah, what was that pizza's name called? <laughs> Jesus, you are killing it. <laughs> <laughs> um, finally, I've been wanting to get one of those for such a long time. <laughs> Naga Sloppy. <laughs> Join us at patreon.com slash harder brunch. And we're back. And uh, we're back. Real quick, I just wanted to uh, shout out to our author friend, uh, John Cabina, and his new book, uh, Canary, which is available on Amazon. Can uh, you say his last name one more time just for Cabina? I don't know if that's it. Cabana. Is it right? Am I right? Kubota? Who was more right? There it is. Never mind. Never, I never say a name wrong. We'll, That's we'll, what they call me. We'll, we'll cut Old Dikey never gets a name wrong. We'll cut that. <laughs> uh, very excited. Haven't haven't got a chance to read it yet, but uh, it was gifted to us with this wonderful um, thank you to Heart of Brunch. And um, we're going to pop a promo code up. Uh, it's available on Amazon. And it, you know what I like about this? looks like a short read. This is like a short read. I, I could read this on the toilet. One, one stop. Maybe two. Depends on what I ate that day. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how we move books. That's how we move books on the show. There's no way for the bump. Me you just wait for that. The poop bump. You wait for the bump. Wait for the bump to happen. Uh, uh, a bit of light housekeeping. Um, I don't know if you guys heard, but we are putting on an adult summer camp this summer. Hey. We're renting out my... Uh, so, Alan, I don't know if you've ever noticed this about me, but I used to work at a summer camp. I've... I think I've... I might have heard of that somewhere. I went there as a kid, and I worked there for a few years. And I've gone there for fun, like uh, like Upland did a, an event there years ago, which was so much fun. And I was like, you know what? Why don't we do that? So we rented out an entire children's summer camp in August. And it's uh, 300 acres in beautiful Brown County, uh, Indiana. And we're going to do like a full weekend summer camp. So you come, you stay the whole time. You, you can tent camping or you can uh, get a cabin upgrade. 
And we're going to do all of the camp activities that you love, the campfire, food fight, tug of war, uh, capture the flag, archery, canoes, swimming. Bonfire. Uh, another bonfire. We're going to have uh, live comedy shows. We're going to have uh, live podcasts, live music. And then it's also going to be uh, five meals that are included for the whole weekend. And then also it's going to be sponsored by Upland Beer. So anytime during the weekend you can go get yourself a wonderful Upland Beer. Um, oh. What else am I forgetting there? There's a lot. A lot you, of stuff going on. You, we're, you're talking about music concerts. Uh, House of Wolves is going to be there. Clint Breeze is going to be there. Tubbles. Uh, we're allowed to announce that we got Atlanta band, Good Cop. Rad Cop is going to be there, which was amazing. We saw them live and almost crapped our pants. Could have read a book about it. Uh, <laughs> we almost finished uh, John's book about it. It was amazing. It, uh, you said Monster Monster. Monster Monster, which is a live D&D &D show mm -hmm. with our friend uh, Tyson Cox. I'm going to be there. <laughs> Dad will be there. Dad's gonna do a late night rave in the woods. Yeah, they're calling it rave, but I like to think you called it rave. I might have done that once, <laughs> but there it's more of like a disco glow in the dark dance with a DJ, or me being the DJ. It could be a surprise. You want to go to this, Alan? <laughs> Did we just blow your mind? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm shitting and reading a book. <laughs> I just see Thad sweaty coming out of the woods wearing his like fishnet shirt and his glow sticks. I'm like, you have to come back with me into the woods. Yeah, I'm not really going to try that hard because I've already dreamt about people not coming to it. Like, come on, guys, like, just follow me. Like, where are we going? No, trust me, it's going to be fun. In my fishnet. And I wasn't my fishnet. It was a dream. But you don't want to go to, to, I'll call a rave this time, a rave in the woods by yourself. Because that's just sad. Yeah, it's better when there's people there. I think any, any kind of rave. So again, Alan, I ask. Look at that. Hammocks on trees. Do you, is there, there going to be hammocks on trees? Yep, we got the budget. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Can you imagine if someone came down there and they were like, <laughs> I was really most excited about the hammocks on trees, I was promised. Yeah, but yeah that's it. There's going to be lights. There's going to be. Oh, that's going to be. Is there going to be trash on the ground? Like that picture? <laughs> that, that, that looks a lot like what I had in mind for yeah. Dad's rave, oh, honestly. Okay. Oh, that's not that's not what we want. We're environmentalists. We believe and they're not practicing. We leave, leave no trace. We believe in at least burying the trash in the ground. Uh, bring your shovels, BYOS. But anyways, yeah, there's a lot going on with this camp. And I, if I'm looking at you right now, um, viewers. Um, you pointed at her and then said. Oh, there's a, sorry, there's a camera okay. right behind. Okay. My, one of my fingers is crooked. I played football. Yeah. Yeah. Get your ticket right now. Um, it's only two hundred and seventy-five dollars. Uh, GDP, gross national product. <laughs> what? USD. Oh, USD. <laughs> ah, 
know what USD is. <laughs> Thank you. Wait, that's the song. It was brought to you by Island. Uh, hmm. So you two, uh, you two are married. You're a married couple. You guys were high school sweethearts. High school sweethearts. Yeah. How long? How long have you guys been married for? Uh, I'm gonna pass that to you. Fifteen. There you go. 15. Is that a rude question? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, no. Fifteen years. I know it. Okay. I, just, <laughs> I have to do the math sometimes. High school sweethearts. Yeah. What class was it? Hallway. Hallway. Class. <laughs> oh, I didn't take that class. You, you had that hallway riz. <laughs> I. So we're six months apart. I was a grade above her just because of the whatever the the timing of cutoff. So, mm-hmm. but you know, she, you found me. Yeah, it was the hair first. Mm. He had a giant blue mohawk. And so that's all I saw first. And I was like, yeah, that's interesting. It's hard to miss. It's hard to miss. Were you usually <laughs> attracted to blue mohawks at the time? Yeah, we were both just like snotty punk kids. So. Okay. That okay. Was, and our high school was not. <laughs> so. Oh. Birds of a feather. Yeah. Were you, were you BMXing at this time? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I mean. I don't oh, know. Yeah. I started riding bikes. <laughs> Shit, uh, 98, 97. So mm. It's been most of my life. How I many guess, inches were you real quick <laughs> with a mohawk? I, mean, <laughs> I, would, I would say average. Um, average. Uh, rocking it on average hawk. Yeah. Okay. Um, People said it was a good size hawk. <laughs> cool, cool. Um, I don't know. It was really long at one point. It's decreased. I hate the truth, brother. It's hard to get a hawk up nowadays. Being professional. I'm sure it's the same. It's just more optics at this point. The lighting thing. The lighting, yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta say now, because every once in a while you'll post your uh, BMX videos of just... You now as a grown up, uh, just you know, playing around, probably not going as hard as you were in your early twenties, and I get nervous every time. I'm like, oh no, <laughs> this is gonna be broken bones. Um, I don't know. It's it's one of those things you do it over and over again, and it's like you just feel so much more comfortable. Like it's muscle memory. Yeah, like in I took like a ten year break because food and cooking kind of took over. We had a family, um, and. I don't know, just the, even when I just got back on my bike, it was like my, my, my or muscle memory still kind of kept me through a lot of it. It's like, I know what to do. Like it just as you know, not to be cliche, but it was like riding a bike. Like it was <laughs> just riding it a little differently. Have you ever gotten into like a, we were broken a bone riding a bike? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I fell plenty of times. Um, I don't have, I have a torn ACL on my right leg. I've got, my left one fixed. Um, I've broken a handful of bones. Um, You're dumb. It dislocated my shoulder last winter. Ooh. So, yeah. I don't Ooh. know. Play hard. Take risks. Sometimes you pay for it. No, I don't. I, I knew. I know you did something with video games. I don't know if yeah. it was just that you were good at video games, or you were like, were you like a Twitch? I, yeah, I stream. Streamer. Yeah, I played video games my whole life. For the most part, and it's just like now turned into a career, basically on the side. Oh, yeah. Like what? What's your like go to? Anything horror. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like so, what's I don't I'm not familiar with the current 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 I mean, game. What are the current think of games? Like there? Resident Evil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those big AAA games. 
or even like I liked small indie games, like mm-hmm. smaller community. They're usually scarier to me. So now, do you? Uh, it's probably a dumb question, but like when you play these games, like are you? Do you like look? At, do you just go through and just try to beat them yourself, or do you like look up like strategies and stuff? I'm or? a completionist, okay. so I have to. If there's something to collect. If there's a puzzle, do, I have to do it all. You're doing all the side missions. Yes, every single side mm. mission. Dad yeah. and I were talking about, tell me if you think this is a good idea. We were talking about making a video game uh, called Lost Dog. Okay. And the whole thing is just like an open world concept and you lost your dog and you have to go out and find him. Mm-hmm. All right. Depressing. <laughs> <laughs> but there would be side missions, you know. Yeah, there would be side missions. Like you go like, to like the- solo rave in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. That's how you collect the bones. (laughs) 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 To to attract the dog back. (laughs) Obviously. (laughs) Yeah. What, uh, so how long have you, how long have you been doing that? And like, is that, that's like, so that's like, you said that's a, like a job. Yeah. Uh, it started during COVID. Oh, we nice. were both in the restaurant industry. We were both working at the same restaurant. We were bored. And uh, I built a PC with my brother and just thought I would do it just to talk to people yeah. during that time. And then it's led into something a lot bigger than I anticipated. Now, is everyone uh, positive and friendly on that? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm a wow. woman. <laughs> oh, no. So you're getting yeah. bullied while you're twitching. Yeah, but I have such a hard outer shell at this point that, mm. you know, you have moderators that mm. sit in there with you and help eliminate it. But Is there a block button on Twitch? Absolutely. Never, okay. <laughs> yeah. So you just learn to deal with it and form a good community. Now, do you play? Do you like companies like send you games to play and stuff yeah. like that? What? Yeah, I just uh, had to sign an NDA for a game that I tested for a while. That's not out yet. Spill so. tea right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bigger game. It's a really big game. Yeah. So uh, yes, yeah, opportunities like that come about depending on audience. And you got a podcast too. Yeah. That you've been doing about video games. About so. video games? What's the podcast yeah. called? Girls talk games. Girls talk games. <laughs> it's me and my best friend. It's two women talking about women being in a male-dominated industry, like mm. gaming, and uh, and it's just funny too. So that's so. Yeah, I, I, I get. I, I feel like I tapped out around when the when the controllers got too confusing in like mm. the early two thousands. Like this is too much for me. <laughs> I could do some Goldeneye, and then uh, things got. So, but like I, I, I do love watching people play. Yeah, I just don't have the. Uh, I think if I got into games, I would. That's, I wouldn't do anything else. <laughs> be no more podcasting. I there don't. Would be no, <laughs> it would just be. This yeah. is what I do. Someone told uh, someone made this joke, and it's not mine, but Twitch is for people that had older siblings. Mm, I was the older you, sibling. You were the older sibling, yeah. and you played, and your yeah. your siblings watched you, and so yeah. people like miss hanging out with their brothers and watching them play, yeah, or sisters in this case, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's why people go to Twitch. Yeah, oh, this is cool. Is this your website? Yeah. Girls That's talk me and my games. Well, oh, this is great. I like this. Yeah, this, the you. design is really good. Okay, <laughs> you guys are vibing. You got a sp- spooky room. <laughs> this look. This looks really <laughs> uh, intriguing. Now, now I understand the attraction to the guy with the mohawk. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's all coming together here. <laughs> yeah. 
That's really cool. And like, I don't know how you play. Like you, you just got uh, into Zelda pretty, pretty deep. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. I like lore. I like stories. I like world building. So like, um, I know I've talked about Star Trek before on the podcast and I don't know. It's, I like expansive things. So like Zelda was the first game I played on original Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just kind of, it was the first real game that was just big and open world. And like, like literally you start the game by there's no tutorial. It's just, you're in the world and you have to figure it all out. Figure it all um, out. So yeah, the new Zelda came out and I, I've been enjoying it. I like that. Can we, can we ask real quick to Audra? What mm-hmm. can I say your name? Yeah. Ms. Fire. Yeah. Ms. Fire gaming. That's my whole. And shtick. why was it Ms. Fire? It's a play on words. I started with like shooters and like misfiring, misfiring your gun. Oh, missing. So now I just go by Ms. Or misfire. Okay, cool. Yeah, thank you. Um, that's that's awesome. I uh, I don't know. I guess I just don't know that much about video games anymore. <laughs> are you? Oh, you're on TikTok with it too. You have to do it all. I mean, I'm oh, in marketing in my yeah. normal job, so now it's a lot all easier to. So, you, so you're TikTok famous to get Twitch famous. To, you use them all because Twitch uh, you lead people to your page. Basically. Oh, you even got a beard in that one. <laughs> <laughs> That was wild. Uh, if you go up, you could see her uh, her mustache. <laughs> like it's not real. <laughs> How do you know? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I was really guessing. Get your, oh, it's I've dated a girl that looked like that before. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Is that that's is that you? Yeah. Kind of. Kind of. <laughs> Are you mashed? Okay. No, no. I don't right, know. Let's put something else in there. <laughs> Please. Bring, bring, bring that uh, picture of the conk. Because <laughs> this could be a real misfire here. Oh, there we go. <laughs> uh, back to the shell blackface. <laughs> um, no, that's awesome. Uh, this makes me really want to uh, do video games now. And you already said your console, what you play with, correct? Yeah, I'm uh, all PC. All PC. Yep. So maybe one day you could build a PC for us. We'll hire her out. Absolutely. That. You build them? Yeah. Oh, She's, wow. She said that. My brother is a tech, so he helped build mine and you kind of have to. To make it faster. Yeah. Is there like, is there, do Twitch uh, streamers have like, do you sell merch? Yeah. What, what's the. You what have to do it all. You're your own brand. So yeah. it kind of translates to what I do in real life. Has this is me. all, this is all lining up. Yeah. <laughs> so. Obviously, you do it well for yourself. So mm-hmm. then, the companies hire you and be like, "Hey, yep. do, do that for our company." Exactly. Yeah, we need we need a brand ambassador. What would you do here for our our? We can't, we can't afford you, but <laughs> this is an on the spot question too. <laughs> well, we might be. Able we can to. pay you in conch fritters. That's it. <laughs> okay, now I'm listening. <laughs> well, like, well, like if you're like looking at our office right here, mm. you're like, what could what would spice this up? What would spice it up? Yeah, what do you what, what do you see? You've hung out with us. Yeah. I don't know. A wall of shame. A wall of shame. <laughs> I'm really into that idea. A wall of shame. Yeah, yeah. I think you need it. So more pictures of people's faces. More pictures. Faces. Yeah. To shame them. I am. I'm, what do you always say? Feng Shui is all about like creating a place where somebody feels bad ba- about themselves. Oh, they feel bad about themselves. Yeah, so the opposite. Yeah. So if, you have a, yeah. if you have so pictures of people that made them feel bad because they're on the wall of shame, that would probably be, mm. be really good. 
Put them on edge as soon as they come in. As soon as we get invited. <laughs> yeah. Be like, hey, have a seat. Please don't, don't you fuck could up. Be up there. You don't want to end up there. <laughs> so feng shui, people usually feel bad because like, wait, I'm not this rich. Is that, is that the, sure. <laughs> like, I feel bad that I don't have a golden tiger in the back of my room. That sounds right, I think. Yeah, you got it. That was okay. it. Okay. So BMX biking. <laughs> now at this point is, uh, okay. So I always find this hard as someone who like, like if I find something that I like, I end up going so heavy into it mm-hmm. that it becomes a job. You know what I'm saying? And then it's, it's, it's fun and I love, enjoy doing it, but it now it's like no longer the thing that I do to like blow off steam. Yeah. So like video games is, sounds like a, a full time gig like what what do you two like to do either together or separately just to like just for fun just for Mm. there's no monetization there's no like (laughs) um i think for i mean we can we did did restaurants for a long time together we i mean we've always worked together in some aspect yeah those are not fun (laughs) what i'm talking about fun He copied off of her. Like, we opened a bank account yeah. one time. Uh, we had a mortgage. <laughs> they had a kid. Um, Raised some children. That's fun. Yeah. Um, Honestly, know, it's just, just like just, not know. doing anything. Mm-hmm. Because we're both so busy, I think the yeah. best thing that we like to do mm-hmm. together is not do anything. Was this fun for you? No. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the more work situation. <laughs> okay. So, looks like you guys are going to be podcast buddies. <laughs> we got two more for the wall of shame coming right up. So, you guys showed up, and that is. I, yeah. got, like, I got like six free passes in my back pocket, too. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You yeah, actually get a jacket. You, yeah. I think you, you may be the. Most. The most. The most uh, recurring guest. It's called the Sternberg jacket for a reason. The Sternberg jacket. <laughs> yeah, we, that's what we said. Because uh, we've already got the five-time members. Yeah, I lost count. You've cooked at least five times. Yeah. Um, you've been on the show, host and guest. Oh, so there should be a, there should be a, a jacket with patches. Like you should mm-hmm. be like you get the jacket just for being a guest, but you get patches. Yeah. A little like a jean vest, and then you, yeah. you add your patches to it. Yeah, or you get pips, yeah. maybe. Yeah, you know? I, could, I could do a pip. You filled in when guests have canceled for movie uh, emergencies. I mean, there's That's no a, way to know how that movie's going to end until you see it. So exactly, because a lot of movies that you go to a lot, like you, you don't want the spoilers. Yeah, and often, yeah, you're it right. Was like, it was like watching Titanic. It was like you don't, you don't like, know, you don't want to get that ruined for you. Yeah. This was a big weekend, obviously, Barbie and Oppenheimer. Somehow you guys managed to show up here with all these movie choices going on. <laughs> yeah. It was really difficult. Which is yeah. huge. <laughs> Which is huge. Um, but yeah, I can't wait to get that jacket made. We'll have to ask uh, Jess West, who's on the Hall of Shame, that uh, to make some jacket. <laughs> the hall of shame now? Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a hallway now. I think we should just have yeah. the hallway. It's going to be, yeah, the airplane hangar of shame. <laughs> well, yeah, on the stairway as you come down. That way you know. Yeah. Oh, you can see it all. Yeah. 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 And then, like, 
can we have them ha- like have like say like a word when, like when you pass it, kind of like those Halloween stores? You motion sensor detectors. Are we turning this into a spirit Halloween <laughs> store? Like, what's going on? Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if you want a jump scare on those stairs. <laughs> yeah. you Someone will be hurt. All right. Yeah, Someone's my... rolling an ankle. <laughs> I walked into They'll that. They'll be one. like, what? Did Sirius, did Sirius Black just yell Oppenheimer at me? I was walking down the steps. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what I want. <laughs> Broke my toe. Instead of them signing that, we want to put the, their excuse. Oh, we can print them out like they do tweets, you know, we yeah, can print yeah, out yeah. the excuse. Oh, I like that. A picture of them <laughs> and then their excuse <laughs> underneath. Because Megan Gailey's excuse was she was pregnant, which is fucked yeah. up. Yeah. Oh, I have a baby. <laughs> Never mind. Baby's not even there yet. Baby's not even there yet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, not an excuse yet. I thought you were... Never mind. I'm not going to go there. This is not after brunch. I'm, I'm holding my tongue back so hard right now. And I'm not going to make that joke. So I'm doing a good job. I'm going to give myself a pat on the back in front of everybody. Oh, my God. I'm very excited. Uh, what uh, Do you guys have any like uh, events or any big things coming up um, business-wise you guys want to plug coming up the rest of summer or early into fall? Um... You want to go? Well, I have my guest chef series coming back to Bluebeard next month. Which we're going to be at. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Just invite myself. That'll be cooking trash. <laughs> In fish nuts. <laughs> I'll do it. Guest chef series starting back at Bluebeard in August. Yeah, the end of August. Nice. And do you know who the first chef is yet? Uh, she is out of Detroit. Uh, her Sarah. N- it's Sarah. I met her through um, Alan doing Indie Chefs Week. She's coming in for two days. So she's been on Top Chef. Oh, nice. She's um, a finalist. She's a finalist and kind of a big deal. So tickets James will go Beard on. finalist. Yeah. Yeah. So she'll be going on. Tickets will be going on soon. You can check that out at bluebeardnd.com. Awesome. What about what about you, Alan? Um, my old pastry chef, Pete Schmuddy, who is an owner at Leviathan, and I are starting to conspire about doing a uh, cerulean pop-up. Um, what? Maybe with Esteban. Um, oh, my God. And bringing back some of our old staff. It's been about six years. So Boys are back in town. We just kind of want to do something fun, and it sounds like fun to get back together. Like, we worked really hard there, and we're all still proud of what we did there. Yeah. So. That's really cool. I know how much, personally, that Cerulean meant to you, means to you. And I know that there's, like, a fan base of people that will be really jazzed about yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was a really exciting part of my life, and... I mean, I miss it, but um, I don't know. I try not to dwell too much on the past and keep moving forward. So we don't want to just do like throwback stuff to what we already did. It's we're different people now. We we've all grown, so we're we're still trying to figure it all out. So it'll probably be a couple months before that actually happens. But I love that idea. Yeah. That is awesome. Zach, can you drop a beat for me there? I want to interrupt real quick with Upland beer. Sorry, this beer is so good. That you gotta interrupt. That's why it's called Interruptland Beer. Um, Upland Baby. Um, make Upland up yours. <laughs> that was a little bit of 7 Up, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I was like, now we're just recycling early 2000s catchphrases. Make 7 Up. Okay, yeah. Make Upland up yours. Upland Brewery, where's the beef? Hey. <laughs> hey. 
Upland Brewery. I'm loving it. <laughs> I'm loving it. Uh, have it your way. <laughs> Drop a beat. You can boost this. Y'all don't remember that? No, we were. Y'all, you can boost this. We were almost out clean. We can move it. Uh, Otter Sternberg, where can people find you and follow whatever you'd like to on social media? Instagram, Otter Sternberg, and Facebook for my personal stuff. Or if you are interested in gaming, Ms. Faya Gaming on all platforms. Thanks. Is it like a is it like a Clark Kent thing? Do you like to keep those two things separate? I do. Alan. Instagram at Alan underscore Sternberg. Um, if you're up in the north side, come uh, come see us at Field. We're trying to do some fun stuff. Uh, working with a lot of local farmers again. Changing the menu regularly. Um, yeah, just trying to have a, a good little restaurant up there. Daddy's Jake. It's at Thad McKee on Instagram, Twitter, and Threads now. And I'm also DJ Booth. Uh, it's a new spin on DJ. Come and see it. DJ Booth. It happens in the woods. Zach Roan. <laughs> it happens in the woods. Stays in the woods. <laughs> Zach Roan. If you like stuff like this, definitely check us out at our After Brunch oh, podcast yeah. on patreon.com backslash harder brunch. That's all I got. Man, I was trying to pull this up real quick and I'm, I'm so slow. Uh, I'm very excited because we, uh, I did want to shout out that we had uh, uh, new Patreon subscribers. And uh, I'll have to tell you about them next week when I can find their names. But we have we had two new top tier Patreon subscribers. Oh, wow! And I think part of part of that tier involves a shout out. So we'll get those shout outs ready for next week. Wow, we've really dropped that ball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, next week we lost two top tier Patreons. <laughs> Well, you guys know who you are, and we appreciate it. <laughs> Give yourself a pat on the back yeah. for us. We're gonna go shout outs. It's an official add a boy or add a girl or add a they them. I don't know. Whoever you are, add add, add a. We'll see you next time. Bye bye. <laughs>